Hey, JJ here with The Art of Value. Thanks for joining me again today. So today I want to talk about Michael Burry, catch up with what he's been saying and doing lately, given that he did, he's kind of been predicting a economic disaster and market crash again over the last, what, couple of years, I suppose, or a year, at least a year and a half. Anyway, let's look, let's have a look at it. So I, this article caught my eye today. If you're on video, on Spotify video, or YouTube, or some of the short-form short, short form ones, like uh, uh, on Twitter. I'm putting the first couple of minutes on Twitter. I've also started putting on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, and so he says this article here from Yahoo Finance, uh, a cold, dark place. Michael Burry thinks the market has plenty of room to plunge, but he finally sees value in these four stocks. Okay. I think he's, uh, that was the last quarter they've got this from, from his investing, from his uh, his reporting. Anyway, he says, Michael Burry, the, the hedge fund manager depicted in, as by Christian Bale in Big Short, has been aggressively investing during this market downturn. Burry's latest 13F filing for the first quarter of 2022 shows a broad range of new investments and some interesting strategic moves with options. That that's a significant shift from previous quarter when Barry was selling more of the stock portfolio and calling for the mother of all crashes. Well, I don't know if it's that significant. That's significant of a change because his tweets kind of has been have been saying otherwise, as we'll see. It's not actually bullish. It's not exactly bullish on the overall market. Recently, issuing a serious warning about inflation. Transitory. No peak. No to the moon, question mark. If you mean a cold, dark place, Barry wrote in a, in a since-deleted tweet. <coughs> Excuse me. But the man who shorted the U.S. housing market and one clearly sees pockets of, of, of opportunities. Uh, Meta platforms and Google and Alphabet, that is. Barry, Barry's bet on big tech is clearly noteworthy. Tech and growth stocks have been out of favor for for nearly half a year, adding these two stocks to the portfolio for the first time in is a contrarian move. Barry's portfolio now includes 6,500 shares of Google parent company Alphabet and 80,000 shares of Meta Platforms, the parent company of Facebook. Uh, they're his fourth and sixth largest positions. The move could be seen as a vote of confidence in digital advertising. It could also be a signal of a signal of undervaluation. Both stocks are trading at roughly 13 to and 20 times forward earnings, respectively. And it goes on to talk about Booking.com, travel website. Booking.com is now second largest holding, and. Uh, and Barry's Scion Asset Management for in Scion Asset Management portfolio. He bought eight thousand shares. Booking stock is trading at price to okay, blah blah blah. Apple Apple, okay, Barry bought plenty of tech stocks this quarter, but the but that shouldn't suggest that he's optimistic about the whole sector. Hidden in the thirteen F was an enormous short bet against Apple. He reported two hundred and six thousand put options on Apple shares as the at the end of Q1. Nevertheless, it's uh, surprising that one of the world's most famous short sellers is targeting one of the 
the world's most valuable companies. Apple has lost about 18% of its value this year. Okay, and goes to talk about uh, Warner Brothers Discovery. It's got a better, uh, he is now the third largest holding Barry's portfolio. Okay, so that's that article. So let's uh, see the evidence here. If you go to Data Roma, you can see, I mean, I knew this already because I've seen, I looked at Barry's portfolio uh, at the end of the quarter. So it's biggest positions that we see, biggest position is Bristol Myers, uh, 13.25%. This is U.S. holdings, though. He might have overseas overseas uh, investments. We don't know by looking at this. Booking holding 11.36%. Warner Brothers, 11.32%. Google at 10%. Meta's 10.75%. And if we look at the activity for the last quarter, we can see those what they were talking about in that article. We can see that uh, there are buys on booking, Warner Brothers, Alphabet, Meta platforms, uh, OVV, Nexstar, and a few others, uh, you know. And uh, but if we go to, you know, in Whale, Whale Wisdom, I don't know if you use that. You can see kind of more, more activity there, and you can see that Apple put option there at the top. So, and the 17.86% of the portfolio. I mean, it's hard to tell actually from this what. What he's doing, and of course, he might, you know, that was at the end of Q1. He may have changed all these positions by then. We just don't know. They're just guessing, you know, that's a we're into the second quarter, well into the second quarter, so um, it may not be the case. And if you do look at Apple though for the year, it's down 24% now for the year, so he's probably doing well out of that if he still has it, or but we don't know the specifics, we don't know the details. So, looking at the tweets. Uh, he, he tends to delete his tweets pretty quickly and his whole profile, so it's only out for a short time. But I found this Twitter uh, profile useful, Michael Burry Archive, which puts all of his tweets up there. Uh, maybe it's a bot that does it automatically, I don't know. Uh, so much. For, that's the thing about uh, Elon Musk complaining about bots on Twitter. That's the case, but some of the bots are actually useful and interesting. That tweet, uh, tweet certain things automatically. And uh, I don't know if it's a man manual or something, but it can't be man it can't be all manual. It must be a bot. And it's got 99,000 followers on Twitter. And so if we look at some of, I'll just put that away, and we'll look at some of his actual tweets, just for the last couple of minutes, because I'm not going to keep. I'm going to keep this under 10 minutes. So he says people. So Barry's some of Barry's tweets lately have been people ask me what's going on in the markets. It is simple. Greatest speculative bubble of all time and all things by two orders of magnitude. Uh, hashtag flying pig 360. So this was back in June 15, 2021. So this is kind of when he was predicting it, 2021. And he, I think he had a he had a short on it, like ARC and Tesla back then, which didn't work out so well um, at the time, but they would be late if he's had them on this year. We just don't know. I guess we'll find out later what, what he's actually been doing. Uh, in detail, in more detail, if he tells us. So the theatre, and another tweet is the theatre took more than a decade to overstuff, not like the anyone gets out in less than a year. So he's basically saying it's going to take some time to unwind. Another one is habitually one to two years early on, literally everything, and you too can attain broken clock status. So that's referring to people complaining every time he says something. Oh, broken clocks, you know, to, uh, right twice a day kind of thing. 
But the fact is, he's kind of been right on these big calls quite a lot, quite often, you know, more than he talks about that too. As, it, as I said in 2008, he said, it looks, it is like watching a plane crash. It hurts, it's not fun, and, I, and I'm not smiling. This was more recently when, uh, you know, the market's been going down, we're in a bear market. Uh, it's been going down a lot, so he says he's not having fun, even though he's right. And so another one related to that, uh, in uh, June, thir- oh, back, only back in June 13, not long ago, just getting one thing right is hard. 1990 tech bubble, uh, 01 to 05 value revival, 2005 housing bubble, 2009 almond farms. Almond farms, what's that about? I didn't, didn't even know. What, if, I guess that, that was a good call too. 2020, uh, 2020, 2020 COVID bottom. 2020 lockdown horrors, 2021 meme stocks, 2021 crypto leverage, 2021 inflation, 2022 not done yet. Late 2022 question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. So he's uh, basically saying all the times that he's been correct. And so he says dead cat bounces are, are the most epic 12, the top 20 NASDAQ. One day rallies happened during its uh, 78% drop from 2000's top. Nine of the top 20 S&P 500 one-day rallies happened during 86% drop from the 1929 top. So he's basically saying, watch out for those bear market rallies. And, uh, okay, I'm going to wrap it up here. Keep it under 10 minutes. So the latest one on June 11th is saying, transitory, no peak, no to the moon, question mark. If you, if you mean a cold, dark place, the CPI news this morning was so awful that it changed the bond market's view of Fed Church. Trajectory and the weakest sector broke. In bond jargon, MBS went no bid, no buyer for MBS. Okay, that's it for today. So uh, thanks. And uh, is he, is Barry going to be right?